Alright, America, it's two minutes after that. We locked into your favorite evening ride. It is the Joe Lockett Show on a Friday. And y'all know what happens on a Friday. He ain't him. He said it. What am I going to do with him? But there's always somebody that's here on a Friday. Y'all know us at ReedLawAlabama.com Friday. The one and only Chris Reed. How you doing, Chris? Doing good. It's uh, my brother's birthday, so I just want you to know I'm missing I'm missing the birthday party to talk to our audience and you, Joe. That, but you know so Chris, I, but Chris, um, I can you can go ahead and go to the birthday party, bro. No, no, I want <laughs> Chris, to you. you can go to the birthday. You you know I can do this by myself now. I don't want <laughs> I don't want to be a, 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 what you say. I don't want to miss the family party. I it's all right. They're just talking. <laughs> How you doing today, oh, man? I'm doing good, man. It's been a good week, so. uh Man, a lot of interesting news. We got Kamala or Kamala as the VP, and then my just about a million other things happen. Oh, and we have a Middle East peace deal, first time in the quarter century. So uh, I didn't want to miss it tonight. Too many things happened for me to miss it. Well, Chris, I'm gonna go ahead and let you kind of go ahead because you, you know I've been talking about this stuff all week. So you know I, I do want to talk about something that people say we haven't been talking about. I want to talk about the uh, five-year-old. Um, uh, little boy that was uh, shot in the head by the neighbor. I do want to get into that story, but what, what do you want to lead off tonight? Oh, man. Um, I thought it was interesting. Uh, we've been talking about, you know, Kamala being, or Kamala, probably being the uh, VP pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to one of my buddies in the Trump campaign. He said that they were actually pretty excited that it was Kamala. She's mm-hmm. got a lot of baggage. I mean, there's the, the major sex scandals with Willie Brown in 94. And then the fact that she convicted more people than any other DA in San Francisco history for mm-hmm. minor level marijuana crimes from 2003 to 2011. Mm-hmm. And just uh, Bevy, she's very unpopular in her own caucus, in the Democratic caucus. She and was she unpopular. She's very popular now. Yeah, I bet. Well, when you get VP, everybody's <laughs> your buddy. You're right. Hey, you're right about that. You know? She was so. unpopular, but now she's the best thing since sliced bread for the Democrats. Uh, you're right. Oh, well, uh, we'll see what happens. But I think she's going to be used to the attack dog. I mean, kind of, she'll be good at that. I mean, she was a prosecutor. She's got a lot of experience. She's very vicious. So uh, I think for her, it's like uh, this is like the presidency because I would, if I was Joe Biden, I would get a food taster right away because as soon as he gets an if he can win and he gets inaugurated, I would not take any piece of food that she handed me because she, she wants to be president more than anyone else in American history. So uh, it, it, it should be interesting. I do think the whole, like, Vice Pence, Kamala mm-hmm. matchup, <clears throat> you know, the vice presidential debate, that will be interesting. It'll be like Jesus versus the devil. So um, I think that will be uh, something to watch. And then I'll, and another issue that was crazy is the, uh, there's only two Arab countries, Jordan and Egypt, that have relations with Israel. And this mm-hmm. week, Trump, out of nowhere, gets the United Arab Emirates to recognize Israel. 
they got a huge peace deal, right? And it's it's all because of mutual interest. It's not that they just all started loving Israel. Or Israel loved them. It's that they they have a common enemy, right? Because Obama screwed up the Iran deal so bad and gave Iran so much power. Mm-hmm. Now the people that used to hate Israel realize that Iran's the bigger threat, and now we're having peace in the Middle East. And if this was Obama. If Obama had gotten a historic peace deal, and there's only been two, mm-hmm. this would be like wall-to-wall coverage every day for a year. The same thing back when uh, Trump got rid of ISIS or our military under Trump got rid of ISIS. Mm-hmm. You got nothing in the mainstream media. I've seen like blips on CNN. This is the this is the most historic peace bill in the Middle East since Egypt and Jordan. And it's getting absolutely no coverage. But I Chris, mean, I, I gotta, I gotta ask you this question, man. I mean, you and I understand how big a deal this is, right? Because this is what we do on a daily basis all the time. You know, every every single week. Yeah, um, you served overseas in the military, so you even more than I do. Right, but people in America don't care, unless the, unless unless the Middle East is coming over to the United States right now. People in America got a whole nother problem. That's that's what the issue is. Because when I talk to people right now, they're like, man, I don't care about that. I talked to a couple of friends the other day about when he when he signed a deal. I'm like, man, you know, there's something big. They're like, man, I don't care about that. Right now, what I'm caring about right now is my job. What I'm caring about right now is my economy. We got a um, we got an election coming up. I don't know who I'm going to vote for. So I, even though it's a big deal to the people who understand what it actually translates to and what it really means and who screwed up the deal, who got the deal, got it. But I think to the average person you talk to, Chris, I don't think they care. Well. I, there's probably some truth to that, but I think that could probably be true in 1994, too, whenever the media did wall-to-wall coverage on the uh, Middle Eastern peace deal then. I think you're right. People don't care, but the media, if it was a Democrat, they would make them care by just doing nonstop coverage. Still, the average person may or may not give it much attention. I think you're right on that. but And I do think you're right on the job front, but Biden, you know, in the, uh, in the Democrat – uh, the new like three trillion dollar bill that Pelosi passed in May, mm-hmm. there were the word jobs came in that was the I think like the eighth or ninth most used word. The number one most used word that was a noun was cannabis. So the three trillion dollar bill that the Democrats passed mm-hmm. had more more the the word jobs came in a third as much as the word cannabis if you show their priorities. And the Democrats like if Joe Biden's his message is I'm safe. I'm an old white guy. And we're not going to have a lot of Twitter storm. And if you vote for me, we're getting rid of COVID and racial harmony is going to exist and you're getting your job back. I mean, he hasn't proposed a jobs plan. People like if anything, people should remember six months ago, like March, um, whenever we had four percent or less unemployment, which is the lowest in American history. And we're, we're and we're on track to get that number again in a couple of months if we stick with Trump's plan. Mm-hmm. So if people really want their job, and if they have a brain cell, they should understand that if you elect Biden, he's going to raise taxes. Corporations will go overseas. People will hold on to their money. They definitely won't hire. Mm-hmm. And if they can't make the connection between what happens when you raise taxes and you regulate to death and they're adults, I mean, I don't know what we can tell them that's going to make them understand basic math. You know, sometimes people are like, if people only knew. Well, mm-hmm. my my opinion is this. If you're an adult, you have a duty to be educated. It's not our job to educate you. And if you want to, if it's same thing with Seattle, like if you want to elect city council members mm-hmm. that defund the police and you have a 200 percent murder rate go up, that's your problem. You were stupid enough to elect those people. And if you're in a city that is crime ridden 
and you're dealing with all this violence, mm-hmm. and your store gets robbed, and you mm-hmm. can't make the connection. Well, I mean, again, it's almost like that old comedy guy who said you can't fix stupid. Like, but here's the thing, though, Chris. Huh? This, this, this is where, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kind of butt in here because right now, where we are in America, with President Donald Trump being the president of the United States, is the same way we place we were when um, President Obama was the president. People don't care who it they voting for. If you haven't been watching social media right now, there is people right now say they will vote for Donald Duck than vote for Donald Trump. Okay? They don't care. Donald Trump has the people he's going to get voted for, but there are people who vehemently want President Donald Trump gone. The election has already been decided for the most part, be honest with you, because no matter what Trump says, Pence, Biden, or Harris, no matter what they say, that's not going to change anybody. There's a small sector in America, Chris, in my personal opinion, right, that's people think they could, that Trump or Biden think they can sway. And I don't think neither one of them can sway those people who don't like them. What I truly believe is the people who don't like them, I think they're going to stay at home. I don't think they're going to vote for anybody. Well, the, the, if that is true, Joe, it, it always, whenever voter turnout is low, it generally helps Republicans. Whenever mm-hmm. voter turnout is high, it helps Democrats. So if people don't like Trump or Biden, the tie goes to Trump because Republicans generally, if you just generally are more likely to go out on election day, go vote, plan ahead, um, go to the polls, you know, talk to people about it, have a sign in the yard. So mm-hmm. if you're right, if there is, if Trump and Biden both are just unpalpable for the for a large portion of the United States, mm-hmm. then I think Trump wins hands down. Now, but, here's, but here's the kicker, though. This is what Joe Biden got smart, in my personal opinion, y'all. 866-551-9933. This is where they got smart at. Kamala Harris, right? Love, like, whatever you feel about her. She's going to bring a demographic of the black community that nobody else could bring, not even Barack Obama. She gonna have, she's bringing in the females. She's going to bring in some white voters, Chris. And also, she will bring in the HBCUs and the AKAs. That's going to be a huge difference. Donald Trump cannot touch that part of, of, of America. She got that sold up now. So Donald Trump, if he just got his base, what he got going on right now, this is going to be a very tough race because before Kamala Harris got in, Joe Biden didn't have that in the black community. He got it now. If Donald Trump don't get somebody else to start turning people, this is going to be a very tight race, in my personal opinion. Well, I, well, I think I, I think you're right. I think this is going to be a base election, but i just like to point out, with Kamala, sure. she's not – she's Jamaican and Indian. The You know, the – she doesn't have she doesn't have her her ancestry is not like African American. But Chris, and don't go there, Chris. The black folks didn't claim her. That's a wrap. Don't go there. Well, <laughs> it's over. She's been claimed know, by Tiger Woods. His mom is Asian, but we claim him. So I'm trying to tell you, Chris, you don't want no bad emails and tweets going on around now. She black. Well, I'm. Th- I'm telling you what, though, that's not fair to the people from Thailand. And I guess that they were okay after the whole scandal. Uh-huh. But you got to think, he was the first major half Thai American to ever reach that level of success in golf. Now, there wasn't even somebody that came close. But you're right, they claimed Tiger Woods. And, you know, once 
once you go black, you can't come back. So they got him. So <laughs> she's claimed, bro. She's an AKA. She's an HBCU graduate. She's the black community. Black folks have claimed her. Her mom is um Indian, okay, and her dad is Jamaican, okay. She is not an African um slave um descendant. No, she's not. But she's black. So no matter what people want to say at the end of the day, that that's gonna be what it's gonna be. Uh, she is the first uh black. Uh, vice president that's been nominated, woman that's been nominated for that position. So, again, I did this at the beginning of the show, and I said again, congratulations to uh, Kamala Harris. You know, honestly, c congratulations. Wish her nothing but the best on this election. I think it's going to be interesting because she's in the game. But, Chris, what, what bothers me, I ain't going to even say it bothers me. It's funny. People are trying to bring up her past, right, about who she been with and all that. Chris, why are we doing that? Well, why, all, why, why does her past matter? Because we just said three and a half years ago, right? Almost four years ago, we didn't care as long as they can do the job. She can do the job. Well, we might not I, like her policies, but she's qualified to do the job. Uh, you're right. She she definitely has experience. She's worked, served on two state commissions, district attorney, attorney general, senator. She has the experience. I don't doubt that she has the experience. Now, has she, does she have a good record? No, her record in all those jobs was terrible. Right. Uh, crime actually went She was the only attorney general in California's history to have crime go up every year she was attorney general. So you're right. She, experience means that you have had the position. It doesn't mean that you did good at the position. Now, if it was an election between Donald Duck and Kamala Harris, I'd be Donald Duck 100%. I'd wear mm -hmm. the hat for Donald Duck. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just saying she does have the experience. And I do think you made a good point about the past because Trump's past is with, you know, porn stars and all the all the rest of the scandals that he has. So we, if Republicans can say, you know, we kind of forgot about all that stuff. We said it didn't matter. To, we yeah, said, Chris, I said, OK, everybody went with it. Uh, Stormy Daniels, the other woman, um, I forgot her name. Um, what was the lady name that was very, very credible? She was. There, wait, there is two porn stars. One of them was really pretty, and the other one was Stormy Daniel. I don't remember. One was Stormy Daniel, but though. one was really in love with President Donald Trump. She knew about his house. She had been in his house when he was pregnant. Uh, but they made her go away. But she was very credible, so I'm pretty sure that was happening. But we said we didn't care as long as he can do the job. So I'm, I'm going to say this for Kamala Harris. I don't like her policies, but I don't care what that woman did. If she can do the job, that's all people need her to go do. So I got to give her the same qualifications that I gave President Donald Trump. I don't care. Well, Trump, remember, Trump did say he could kill a guy in the middle of Madison Avenue, and he'd still his supporters would still show up to vote for him. To be fair to Kamala, so I mean, I get your point. It's very good. I just, I just don't. I don't think she's going to get the African American vote motivated like Barack Obama. I don't think that she has that kind of charisma. No, she's not going to be the first coming, Chris. But I'm gonna say this: she's going to be the second or the third man because the excitement for her right now. Honestly, I'm a black man. I am not a Democrat, but trust me, they coming at me left and right right now, Chris. They coming after me. And I'm trying to tell you, my Democratic friends, those Jesse Jackson Democrats, they coming after me. And the thing I'm, I'm going to challenge them on is this right here, Chris. We get ready to go to break. Y'all talking all that stuff, but are y'all truly going to go to the polls on November 3rd? That's the big question, Chris, because I can promise you this. Donald Trump supporters are going to show up. Rain, shine, sleet, snow, masks, no masks, motorcycles, Harleys, they coming. Are the people that's out there posting pictures with Kamala Harris, are they saying AKA, HBCU, all the stuff that y'all loving with her, are y'all really going to show up at y'all polls in in, in, uh, in, wherever y'all from? 
That's going to be the big question, Chris. I think you're right. And I've, there was a public service announcement that Trump campaign put out that Democrats are supposed to vote on the fourth this year and not the third. So I don't. I think we should tell our audience that too because I saw that on their Twitter feed today. All right, guys. Uh, so I uh, look like you're going to be unless going to be held on the fourth. Well, for Democrats, Democrats are supposed to vote on the fourth. Republicans show up on the third. Apparently. Oh, yeah, I heard they're trying to do something like that. I don't know if they're the next. <laughs> d- 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 I, <laughs> I heard they're trying to do something like that. Whatever, Chris. All right, guys, you guys hang tight. It's the Joe Lockett Show. When we come back. There's a five year little uh, five year old boy that a lot of people on the Internet, a lot of people in media right now are saying that nobody's talking about. We're going to talk about it right here on the Joe Lockett Show. Attorney Chris Reed is here with us, y'all. It is a ReedLawAlabama.com Friday. You guys hang tight. We'll be right back. You wanna shout, shout, shout Call the Joe Lockett Show. 1-866-551-9933. You wanna shout, shout, shout all about it. Call the Joe Lockett Show. 1-866-551-9933. Ah, Joe Lockett. What was that? Uh, I don't know. Let me go check. There's a daggum tree on the house. Oh, no. Who are we going to call? We'll just call A1 Tree Service. That's right. You can call A1 Tree Service Landscape and Construction. They have a 24-hour, 7-days-a-week storm service team. Give them a call at 256-385-0418. Again, that's 256-385-0418. If nature can grow it... A1 can take it down. Look, honey, they're already here. M-O-E, man of experience, Joe Lockett. There are some things we wish we could weld shut. Like my mother-in-law's mouth. And when it comes time for needing welding services, there's only one person to call, Mike Mitchell. From house gates to hunting trailers, Mike can weld it all. You'll get clean, strong, and precision welds when you call Mike. And with a portable welder, he can come to you. If you want your welds done right, call Mike Mitchell. Check him out on Facebook and get a free estimate. Call him at 1-256-531-4384. Find out what it might cost to weld that car hauler. Or my mother-in-law's mouth. Make sure you give Mike a call at 1-256-531-4384. Free estimates in North Central Alabama. Mike Mitchell, where there's a will, there's a well. Are flying ants swarming around your home? They could be swarming termites. Knowing the difference between these insects could save you time, money, and worry. If you're uncertain about which type of insect is invading your home, call the experts. Cook's Pest Control will be happy to come to your home and identify insects or insect damage free of charge with no obligation. Don't wait. Call Cook's today for a free evaluation. Looky, 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 here comes Cookie. Cook's Pest Control. What's trending in America on the Joe Market Show? Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Joe Lockett Show. Get connected. Better connected. You can also reach us at JoeLockettShow.com. What's trending in America on the Joe Lockett Show? Better connected. 
right, America, it's 21 minutes after the hour. We locked into your favorite evening ride. It's your boy, Joe Lockett, hanging out with the one and only Chris Reed. Well, attorney, let me be correct. Attorney Chris Reed on the ReedLawAlabama.com Friday. Y'all, before we get back into the show, I see all the phone calls. You guys can give us a call on Jake's or the Jake'sNow.com phone line. is 866-551-9933. We're getting ready to talk about the uh, five-year-old little boy that was shot in the head by his neighbor. Yes, you heard that right. Um, and it's sort of kind of going viral now because a lot of people are complaining about it, and me and Chris are going to talk about it, but before we do that, I got to talk about some stuff, sweet. I got to get out to a couple of phone calls, but I got to talk about, y'all know it's Friday, and there's only one lady that I deal with when it comes to my sweets, okay? She's my sweetheart. She's my friend. She gives me, and I'm being nice, Chris, because she actually brought us food to the studio. So she is on the phone lines right now, and uh, she's going to be hanging out somewhere tomorrow. So she calls in on Friday to let our listeners know from Facebook to Instagram to YouTube where she's going to be at. What's going on, uh, VelvetKWithAK.com? Hey, how you doing? I am doing fine. How you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, where is the VelvetKWithAK.com going to be at tomorrow? Well, tomorrow we're going to be in the Trustville area. We're going to be at the church that's across the street from Trustville Water and Gas Company. Uh-huh. And we're not going to be on First Avenue North tomorrow. Unfortunately, we're taking a bit of a break. Okay. But tomorrow we will be in Trustville with the fry pies, the cinnamon rolls, the cookies, the bourbon whiskey cookies, the cake slices. Anything to satisfy your sweet tooth for this weekend. Okay, and do me a favor because somebody asked me if they wanted to order something, they can come pick it up for tomorrow. Tell them people they can find you on social media so they can go ahead and place your order in your inbox. How do they do that? Definitely go to the Velvet Cake LLC Facebook page. That's Velvet Cake with a K, so that's K-A-K-E-L-L-C on my Facebook page. And also the number is 205-872-1150. 77. You can also leave a message through the Google page. So if you visit the Google page, you can, uh, there's a section where the customers can leave a message when you Google us. Okay, so that number again is what now? 205-872-1177. All right. All right, so y'all go out there and find my girl, Kenny. She's going to be out there in Trustville. She ain't going to be, um, she's not going to be on First Avenue tomorrow, but she's going to be on Trustville. And at Trustville, where, by what church you going to be at? It's um, a can't think of the name of the church, but we're across the street from the Trustville Water and Gas Company right across there. So when you see tents and you see a whole bunch of tents in this open field uh-huh. in front of a church, uh-huh. that is us. All right, y'all go ahead and check my girl out. Uh, make sure y'all get, tell her the, your boy, Joe Lockett, sent you. And uh, give us a, give her a call if you guys want to go ahead and pre-order the stuff that she has. It's 872-1177. Of course, area code 205-872-1177. Kenya, I ain't going to see you tomorrow because yes. you ain't going to get me fat. So I... I I'll see you next time. I'm sorry, but that food you did bring was good. So we'll see you back in the studio next time. We love you. Be safe tomorrow. All right, you too. Thank All right. you. Bye-bye. All right. All right, this is with a K.com. Y'all make sure y'all go out there and check my girl out tomorrow out there in Trustville, okay? Uh, let's get out to the phone lines, Chris. Uh, we got the one and only Miss Dorothy. You're locked in to the Joe Lockett Show. How you doing? All right. Uh, y'all heard about the story you want to get into here in a little bit. About okay. About boy, but. Uh, I want to talk about I mean, uh, Ms. Harris here uh, since you brought her up. You, you say you wouldn't wouldn't care about what she's done, just the, no. just the job done? Uh, no, no, because the reason why I don't care, now I did care, Dorothy, let me be honest, but when I brought those things up um, when President Donald Trump was running, right, 
People was hammering aside the head, saying they didn't care. It didn't matter. They were tired of President Obama. They want to do the job. And I said three and a half years ago, I said, okay. I said, I'm going to rock with y'all. I'm a conservative. I said, but when the Democrats come, I am not going to be going against them and talking trash about them, about the same thing we'll allow President Donald Trump to get away with. I don't care now. Then I don't care now. Your thoughts? Um, well, about um, well, about her record and some of what she's about. You know, she's for abortion on up to, you know, last trimester. Right. That's her. a policy. That's fair to talk and about. Also, also, well, when she was a prosecuting attorney, she didn't go after. There was 30 or more cases of child sex abuse cases mm-hmm. having to do with clergy, and she did not prosecute any of those. Okay. That's fair to go and, after. Uh, there's, uh, let's see, uh, Gary Brown's sister was on the board uh, of uh, uh, apparently, I think, for some, uh, you know, uh, uh, utility power uh, mm-hmm. company there. And I guess supposedly she didn't want to go after them because his sister was on board. Mm-hmm. And, then, you know, he's the governor, of course. So, you know, she may, you know, had to wonder, you know, where, how corrupt she may be, if there's something wrong going on, whether or not she would really care to, uh, you know, get into it and take care of it and you know, right. let it go because it's, uh, you know, a friend that's like dirty is, you know, right. some of that, that your stuff. I mean, it's, it's okay. Kind of like, well, that's fair. That's fair. Like I said, going after her policies. I don't have a problem with it. You know, somebody don't like what she's, you know, what she did when she was uh, um, in those different positions. Okay, All I'm, I'm not going after her character. I am okay, not going to attack. About, I, I'm not going to attack her character. Uh, what about uh, okay, like what she's from, like um, you, not going to attack it because it? not going to attack it because she's well, an American about, citizen. They must have had they must have had uh, money, you know, coming over here from where they were from, and you know, also her dad had slaves. Trump had that's money. Probably an issue, or that's not going to matter. That no, Trump. Had no, Trump had Trump had money. Uh, oh, listen, I'm gonna be. Let's, let's be honest. Harris's dad had played. Okay, but but let's but let's, let's listen to what we're talking about here. I mean, let, can we be fair? Mm-hmm. She's an American citizen. She has served this country. She's done her job. I am not going to denigrate her for what her family did. When I look at what what we went through right here, we did that to President Obama, President Donald Trump, all these people. These people lies were what they were when they came to the United States of America. President Donald Trump been married three times. Okay. He got a wife. She's not even an American citizen, and we're okay with that. We, we go up on the Internet. His wife is, 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 is nude, okay? Our first lady, you can see her nude, and we okay with that. So I tell people, skip me with all this other stuff you're trying to bring up with somebody else. You don't like them, vote. Don't vote for them, but don't try to denigrate them when we didn't denigrate anybody else. Treat the, plan, treat the uh, field fair. It is what okay, it is. Well, we said it's okay. So is it okay with Trump? It has to be okay with these people. It's not okay for, you know, black people want to say this white privilege or someone's got privilege of some sort. And uh, you would say her, uh, maybe her family gained privilege from slaves and that helped them with their money to get over here and help. But if we look deep into President Donald Trump or anybody else in anybody's in these other family, the Kennedys or whatever, I'm quite sure we can find that, Dorothy. I mean, are we? You can't say they all had slaves like her dad did. Okay. Did we care about her family's wealth was maybe built up partly on having slaves? Okay. Let me ask you this. So the the white men that have been serving this country, none of them family was connected to slaves. They none of these not people that, family none of these people none of the presidents that served this country. No, I'm just saying the people who served this country as president or vice president. You don't think any of them was connected to their family owned slaves? It seems to be a problem with the other side. 
Well, I don't know what the other side is. I'm just saying for me, I the just treat it fair. Say, yeah, they like to use that for to you know attack someone with, uh, like uh, the Black Lives Matter people and all that bunch. You know what? I, I, okay, I can respect you with that. Dorothy, you know I always love you. I got to go to a hard break here, though. I all love right. you. Thanks for calling in. All right, guys, this is Joe Lockett's show. You guys hang tight. Me and Chris will be back on the other side. Joe Lockett Show. It's now or never. It's now or never. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Joe Lockett Show. No stopping me 100%. Joe Lockett Show. No stopping me 100%. Joe Lockett Show. Today is Friday, August 14th. This is Uncle Boz with Lockett In News. Living during the COVID-19 pandemic has caused stress and anxiety for a lot of people, including myself, so I wanted to share some information on how you can cope with both. Check this out. My name is Danielle Lambert, and I am the Behavioral Health Manager here at Englewood Health. It is so important for us to keep a regular schedule. We should be waking up at the same time in the morning and going to sleep at the same time in the evening. Sleep is so important for all of us, not only for our physical well-being, but also for our emotional wellness. Recommendations are for people to get a minimum of eight hours to sleep, and some people even need more than that. Make sure you're taking care of yourselves by eating healthy, getting some exercise, and getting outside when the weather is nice. Exercise is not only important for your physical well-being, but for your emotional well-being. Exercise has been shown to reduce stress and anxiety and promote overall wellness by improving your mood. Even though we're practicing social distancing right now, it is so important for all of us to stay connected. We can do this by picking up the phone or using video chat to call and check in on our family, our friends, and our neighbors. It's important to take breaks from the news and social media because that information all day long can be overwhelming for all of us. Now might be a great time to try wellness apps. There are some great online resources if you're looking how to take care of yourself during this time. We're all experiencing anxiety and stress and that is okay right now. It's important to remember that we're all in this together. We're going through a lot of things, but I want you guys to remember you're not alone. Stay locked in for the second half of the Joe Lockett Show. Friday evening and Friday night forecast, including a partly cloudy sky, will drop back into the low 70s. Still the chance for shower or storm overnight, but many of us will be dry. For Saturday, we top out close to 90, partly cloudy. The chance for passing shower or storm, but again, the chance will be a bit lower on Saturday. Sunday, mostly sunny, high close to 90. On WVUA 23, Chief Meteorologist Richard Scott with your forecast on this Crawford Broadcasting Station. Hi, I'm Big Daddy Dwayne Thompson. I'd like to invite you to embrace the taste of my new barbecue sauce, Big Daddy Bomb Barbecue Sauce. It's available at the Piggly Wiggly. So stop by, give it a try. Tell them Big Daddy sent you for Big Daddy Bomb Barbecue Sauce. So whether you're dipping or you're dripping, give Big Daddy Bomb Barbecue Sauce a try. Tell them Big Daddy sent you. And if you're going to sauce, sauce like the boss. Whether you just found it or you've lived there for years, you'll never forget that feeling. It was something that made you realize this house would become your home. And since there's no place like it, it deserves protection just as special. 
A local Allstate agent can help you customize an Allstate house and home insurance policy and point out lots of ways to save. Like if you have a newer roof, it could help lower your rate. Hey, this is John Sadler. Please give us a call for a free quote at 699-4263. America's favorite uncle, Uncle Boz. Maggie, third three minutes after the hour. I'm fighting with everybody. I'm fighting on Instagram. I'm fighting on Facebook. Chris, I, I, I'm on YouTube. And I'm fighting behind the glass here because people are coming at me about Kamala Harris. I'm going to leave that alone for right now because I really didn't want to talk about it. We got plenty of time to keep talking about uh, the differences and what people want to talk about and believe in that. Um, I like that. But, Chris, I really want to talk about um, Cannon, uh, the five-year-old young man. You want to give that story to the American people? Well, yeah, frankly... Uh, it just looks like a 25-year-old African-American who was a neighbor went and uh, shot his a five-year-old uh, white child, and the child died of his injuries at the hospital. Now, on if you Google it, every every none of the stories mention that the 25-year-old was an African-American, and I just think it's interesting because if it would have been a 25-year-old white guy that shot a five-year-old African-American child. 100% of the news media would have mentioned it, and this would be wall-to-wall coverage. And so it just seems like, you know how we all say, like, you know, Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that it – it's not saying that Black Lives Matter more. It's just saying Black Lives Matter too. Mm-hmm. But it's almost gotten so extreme, like the media's gotten so extreme to push a narrative that they're not really covering the story of a five-year-old – a white child that was shot by his 25-year-old African-American neighbor. Now, we don't know exactly the motive at this point. It could have been racially motivated, but even if it even if it wasn't, it just seems like such a tragic story. It should get more media coverage. And this mm. is a five-year-old innocent child, mm-hmm. whereas George Floyd, that was a horrible situation. He was also innocent. He was murdered. Mm-hmm. But he had a criminal record uh, for holding, putting a gun at a woman's head and robbing her in front of her child so mm-hmm. and yet he's this saint and this five-year-old white child who was murdered by a 25-year-old african-american neighbor it does it's not worthy of getting coverage and i just think if the media is going to paint this narrative about you know how these cops are going off and just killing a lot of you know doing all this stuff which statistically and data just obviously doesn't show any of that is true mm-hmm. they're not really telling you anything about this and so i just to me it's like it Truthfully, I don't think it matters. To me, it doesn't matter. It's a horrible tragedy. If he would have killed a five-year-old African-American child, it would have been just as bad as the white child. Mm-hmm. It's just to me in this if, – if it was racially motivated, mm-hmm. I mean it is newsworthy because if this, if this were to become a pattern where there were, you know, there was more and more of these murders that were taking place, uh, the public has a right to know. But I think the problem is, is people just are so mad it's not getting covered. Because you got people like Floyd, and then you got people like a five-year-old white child who was murdered, and nobody seems to care, and none of the media is talking about it. And when the media does mention it, they say uh, a North Carolina man, you know. And so it just—it's like what you said about the Trump and Kamala thing. You said, look, you said three and a half years ago, you said if we're not, if we're not going to call out Trump on his stuff, mm-hmm. then we're not going to call out Kamala on her stuff. And I think that's totally fair. Because at least you're being consistent. 
Mm-hmm. The fact that the media is not telling you the story or, or you know, the part, like, the fact that one is African-American, one's white, mm-hmm. um, it's just inconsistent. And I'll be fine if they just didn't say the race of anyone ever. Mm-hmm. I'd be totally fine with that. But if you're going to do it for one, you do it for the other. Because if you don't do it for the other, that just proves the media narrative is false, is basically trying to paint a picture of what's going on in this country that's not accurate. And so that's that's my take on the story. Okay. It's a tragedy no matter how you – whatever his motive was, I just wish the media was consistent. Okay. Because you know, you know, you know me and you finna debate this, right? <laughs> well, hey, it's the most controversial show on radio. So let's do it, Chris. And I want America to know before I go at my boy, because he's going to come back at me, because he's an attorney, right? This is what he does for a living. He's a prosecutor. He gets it in. But I got to talk to Chris about this. I got to ask some questions about this situation that he just laid out to us. And I understand it. I've been seeing it. I've got the inboxes. I've even got people insulted me because, you know, I did not cover this like they wanted me to. Okay. So for all the people that came after me on my social media, this is for you. I don't care what you got to say, okay, about how I cover stories. But here's the reason why that this story is not getting the press that a lot of people want. Now, Chris, I'm going to agree with you right off the top. You're 100% right that the media itself has not told the story of this little boy being shot by his neighbor. They should have told the story and they should have put it up on headline breaking news that this happened. And they did not. And I'm faulting the media for that. Yes, because I found the story when I first seen it. It was a, a, a picture, a really horrible picture uh, with a, a tagline on it. And it, it was a, was covered by a blog, I think, or some offbeat news site. I didn't know what it was. Then somebody sent it to me. Then all of a sudden, right, it started to get a little bit of coverage. Then I said, because I don't post things if somebody sends something to me from Jane.com. I I don't post that kind of stuff. But here's the thing I'm going to say to people. People say, where's the outrage, right? That's what y'all been asking me. Joe, where is the outrage for the uh, five-year-old little boy? Okay, what's the difference? It's a quite big, big, big difference, America. It's the guy who killed him. Did he get arrested right away? Yes. Okay. So it was immediately criminal action was taken, seen the gun, he did it, child dead, guy arrested. Correct? He's in jail right now. No bond. We don't know the situation. But don't and here's the thing. We don't know the situation, but he got arrested. George Floyd was a police officer protect and serve, right? The man was killed. Eight minutes was what? What it was? Eight minutes and forty-six seconds, right? On his neck, video recorded. Black people went to the streets and started demanding justice. Chris, I got to ask y'all where y'all at. Y'all said, "Where's the justice? Where's the outrage?" So, Chris, I'm asking you, where's the outrage from your community? Because this was a white boy, little boy that was killed. So where's the outrage from your community standing outside with signs saying, where's the justice? Well, white, I, I guess, obviously I don't speak for all white people just like you don't speak for all black people. Right, right, right. Gen- generally speaking, white people aren't going to go, pro- they don't go protest when a white person is is the victim of a horrible tragedy. It's just not. Well, Chris, how can we be outraged then? Who, 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 do, who do America think is supposed to be outraged? I think, I mean, that's. I understand your point because I, you're right. As white people, we're in the street saying this is a horrible injustice. 
But you do make a good point on the fact that he was arrested. He's probably going to go to jail for the rest of his life. And uh, I get it wasn't state action, but just because it wasn't state action, there was, you know, look at Armand, Armand Arbery. That wasn't state action. That was civilian action. But, Chris, that was and, two months. And it did, two it months. It did take longer. It did take longer. But it just seems like uh, I, I, think it, I think what where people are upset about it is it was – just an intentional murder, not even a drive-by shooting. It was the intentional murder but Chris, of a Chris, nobody kid. said and mental he, illness. Mental illness. They, he said the dude was standing outside with a gun in his hand. He jumped in his car. That sounds more like mental illness to me. It could be, but some people, there are people that just do horribly evil things. And but Chris, really Ill, if this evil. was on the other side, we would say, how do we know it was racially motivated? We don't know the facts right now, right? And this is what everybody always tell me. We have to wait till the facts come out before we make judgment. Ain't that what we always say? I, I, I agree. I, I said I don't know if it's mer- there's no F- we don't know if it's racially motivated. We don't know if it is mental illness. I'm just saying it. We didn't know all the facts in a lot of the cases when people went protest. Look at the uh, Tra- uh, Trayvon Martin case. Everybody was saying, "Oh, that case was this guy just murdered this uh, this kid who just stepped through and nothing." Well, the facts came out of that case, and then right. he wasn't charged because the evidence showed it was that there was enough evidence to show self defense, right? But everyone right. was outraged. And they jumped to conclusions in the Trayvon Martin case. Even Obama said that could have been my son. Right. So my point is, it was good for the goose, good for the gander, right? So if these people are jumping to conclusions, we can't go back and say to them, "Well, you know, you're jumping to conclusions." Well, that's what they—that's what's been done on any of the tragedies. But Look Chris, at, the a, black people jump to the conclusion they jump in the streets. That's the outrage. That's where the media comes in at, right? That's where the outrage comes in at because black folks see it. They're not happy with it, so they're going to get on TV. They're going to make videos about it. They're going to come out with the fist up. If people want outrage for this, you want the outrage, okay, the community, the father got to be outraged. The father just spoke today, or was it yesterday, but he just spoke. He just came out and spoke about something. He said that I did not. He said, even though I was mad and I wanted to do something to that man, I'm paraphrasing here, he said I had to get my son to the hospital. And that was all that's being said, right? There's nobody else out there on social media. Only thing I'm seeing people on social media saying that white lives matter. Somebody going to do this. So basically what I'm hearing and what I feel is people trying to say, okay, black folks, y'all need to be outraged about this because all lives matter. No, y'all need to be outraged about that because that's what's happening in your community. Get to the streets and get it happen. Oh, by the way, you can't because he's been arrested. Well, you can still be outraged and you can still go to the streets even if somebody is arrested just because the the situation is just so horrible, but you're right. We, normally when you protest, you're wanting somebody to do something, and he has been arrested, and he is going to go to jail for the rest of his life. Now, if the jury decided, let's say that, that the jury decided to acquit just because of whatever the civil unrest was, right. then I could see there being a, a legit outrage because there would be a situation where you actually probably would see white people take to the streets if you have him in cold blood shooting a five-year-old kid and the jury was somehow – for whatever reasons, or let's say it was racial reasons or something like that, then mm. I think there would be. But barring that from happening, uh, you're right. I don't think that there's going to be outrage. I think it's just, you know, the the media doesn't like it's if I just want them to be honest. Like just right, say, right. Oh, now I agree with you, I, Chris. You're absolutely right like there. That's yeah. It. Yeah, that's all I want. I just, you say. Look, I mean, we're, if you put an Afri- a black man and a white kid, we're not all, all, white people are automatically going to assume, oh, he just murdered a white kid because he was white. But the fact that you won't put the fact that he is a, a black man, 
it, it looks like you're trying to hide something. In fact, that I got makes you. it it makes it look like there's something there that may not even be there. So I think mm-hmm. what the media is doing by not putting that in, it actually builds more suspicion, more suspicion, and it gives people more of a reason to think there's something there that you're right. There may not be anything there, but whenever you frame the case that way, it just looks like you're covering something up. And I think that's what bothers people because we do know if it would have been. Let's just say if it would have been a, a white man and it killed a black child, well, he would have been arrested right away. But don't you think the black community would have came out regardless of whether he would have been arrested right away and, and said this is some sort of pattern? Right. I, I think that's where the white community or whatever you want to call it, because I don't know if there is. It's right, not, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just saying. Where, I think that's where they're coming from. Yeah, but I, and I get it, Chris, but. You know, the things that I've been saying, people, I've been waiting all day to say this because I haven't said anything. I've been silent on social media about it. Um, The outrage has to come from the people that's outraged about it. Right. People see people trying to use. And this is what I don't like, Chris. There are people trying to use this little boy situation that happened. That's very tragic and horrific. Right. For whatever the reason, the neighbor uh, shot this this little this, this young man. Right. Is wrong. He should go to jail forever. Should never come back out. Okay. But people are trying to use this to show the difference or change the narrative or what happened with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, or anything else. And they are totally two different things because the outrage, why people are outraged about that is completely different or why somebody should be outraged about this. And the people who should be outraged about this is not outraged. The media messed up. I'm with you 1,000%. The coverage was unfair on this. I did not cover because it was not in the mainstream media. So when I, it hit mainstream media, I decided to cover it, okay? So that's what actually happened on my side, not trying to, not, not trying to make myself exempt from this, okay? But I don't cover anything from a blog. I, I don't talk about that. It has to come from three media sources. If you're in journalism, you know this. You need to get three reliable sources before you go in there that talking about a news story. It wasn't out there. So I did not cover it. It's out there now. Now I'm covering it. But if you want justice, well, sorry, justice has been done as far as it can be right now. Right. The guy's been arrested. If you want any more outrage, that got to come from the father. That got to come from the family. That got to come from the mother. That got to come from his community and the neighbors in that community. They have to be the ones to create that outrage. And then America jumps on board. Then, well, then the news people jump on board. Then the rest of America jumps on board because this is the time for people to stand up for whatever they believe in. So stop trying to use uh, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, and saying um, Canon Lives Matter. No, his life does matter. This situation was very horrific. But let's treat it for what it is. The man who did it needs to go to jail. If the mama and the daddy wants to be outraged about it, get their community, hit the streets, and find, and find out and tell everybody what they're outraged about that's not happening. And then the rest of America would jump on board. But please stop being on social media trying to spread something that's not true. Y'all don't know what happened. We don't know. Every news story I've seen, Chris, and I'm quite sure you too, they say what? We don't know why he did it. So what are we going to be outraged about? We don't have the facts yet. Exactly. So when people say it don't matter, it obviously did matter because they arrested the man. He got in his car. He left. They found him and arrested this man. His name is Darius uh, Sumps. Simmons, Sesum, Sesum, S-E-S-O-M-S, Sesum. He's arrested. So there's nothing more that the system can do until he goes to trial. Am I correct, Chris? Uh, you're right. The system, the system can't do anything other than go through the process. The same thing with the Floyd case. You know, like you can't really. You got there has to be a jury trial. You got to put the evidence forth. You get every, each side gets to present. You know 
their points of view, and then the jury ultimately will decide. So you're right. Um, and that, and that's true for really every case. It's just, it, it seems like the media's first, first reaction in, in this case, if it's a black guy and a white kid, is we don't have all the facts. Let's wait. Let's not jump to conclusions. Where me and you both know that the situation was reversed, the media mm-hmm. would not hold back for they one would not. second. And you're right. You're absolutely and right, Chris. That's where part of the that's where I think part of the outrage is justified, but I don't think you can say that. I don't think it's relevant. Like evil people are evil, regardless. Doesn't you could be black, white, whatever. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with that. It's just what's in your heart, right? Right. So I don't think this is this case is a bigger narrative of what's going on. Like there's massive shooting of kids by African Americans. There's just not. We're not seeing that. I'm just saying. It, I think it's frustrating whenever, if it was just one case. Mm-hmm. Or the other thing was, every every liberal or Democrat would say this is this is happening all over. There was millions right. of this, and and I think I I think the media is just they're just not being journalists. Like what you're saying, get free free sources. You know, don't even talk about a story until you do that. That's actually responsible journalism, right? But right. you're 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 in the minority of responsible journalists, and that's and you're not even. And you're an opinion journalist, and like opinion journalists, you have more leeway to do what you want. But it's just funny that the the so-called non-opinion journalists they're going to bias everything. So mm-hmm. I, I see where you're coming from. You're right. I don't. I think if people are trying to, I think some people are making it something it's not. And I think you're the point you're making is totally fair. I just I understand people's frustration with the media, the media not covering things straight. But I see, think Chris, that's, that's why they got you and I. You know what I'm saying? Because when me and you talk about it. Even though we are we we have a, we we are, we're entitled to our own opinions about it. You and I can talk about the differences. I can agree to disagree on what you say and vice versa. But at least we're gonna give the people our honest opinion with the facts that we see. You know what I mean? Because what which, what I want to do with this radio show, and I've been doing for years, right? I've gotten better at. It. I've made a lot of mistakes, but I've gotten a lot better. I've tried to be fair to both sides. I don't just lean to a conservative side. You know what I mean? I am not a Democrat. I am not a liberal. I am an independent conservative. Yes, I lean more that way. But if I see something wrong in the Republican Party, I'm going to say it. And if I see something wrong in the Democratic Party, I'm going to say it. Now, when I walk in the voting booth, who I vote for, that's my vote. I could care if you don't like it or not. I don't care. I'm going to vote for who I want to vote for, but I'm going to be on the microwave. I mean, I'm on the microwave, but on these airways, and I'm going to try my best to be as fair as possible because we have Democrats. We have Republicans, we have independent conservatives, we have moderates. Listen to this show and trust us to give a fair opinion because they feel, okay, at least I can listen to Chris, Joe, and Unc, and they're going to tell it to us as straight as they can, and I like listening to their points of view, and they may tell us something that we never thought about. So you get a round verse when you listen to the Joe Lockett show. So when it comes to these cases like this here, let me be clear, America. It is very tragic what happened to that family. I send out my prayers and condolences to that family, to that community. And may the guy who did this, right, may he burn for whatever reason it was. And if his is mental health, let's get this man some help and he never see the day of light outside the jail cell again. That's just the way that has to be. But he has been arrested. I don't think he's going to get out. It is nothing more we can do about this because we don't even have any facts on this. So the justice has been done. The outrage. I don't know if there's any outrage to be at this point. I think right now the family needs our prayers because the dad's son ain't coming back. The little boy was outside riding his bike with his sisters, and the man shot the little boy in the head. Yes, just shot the man and stood in the yard with the gun in his hand, walking back and forth. 
to me, it sounds like mental illness. He was living with his mom, a grown man. So I don't know. I'm not trying to give him no cover story. He needs to go to jail and he needs to get help. 866-551-9933. Let's get out to the phone lines. Jason, you're locked into the Joe Locker Show. Talk to me. Hey, Joe, I appreciate you taking my call. Been a long-time listener. Um, appreciate it. But I do want to say there, it's, it's almost not fair to tell uh, white America, well, you just need to be outraged to get out on the street. And, and I'm going to give you an analogy for that. Go ahead. Uh, if you go, if you got one of those, and you probably don't experience this in your line of work, but I know mm-hmm. a lot of your listeners do, where you have one guy at your job who's just garbage and never really does a, a good job and always just kind of shows up and milks the clock. And you got another guy who works hard every day and uh, pretty much gives all he's got and, and works hard, does what he's got to do. Mm-hmm. If the guy who works hard every day decides to have a day where he doesn't really put in quite as much effort mm-hmm. and lay down on the job, well, his boss notices that, and he gets reprimanded and getting written up, when the reality is he's done the exact same thing as the guy who never really does much. Mm-hmm. Now, the analogy is we have kind of let black America get away with it. Say, well, hey, well, they're angry. Well, they're upset, and you just need to let them protest and off a little steam. But when white America does that, it's, well, those are white supremacists. They're white nationalists, and we need to dox these people and try to get them fired from their jobs because, well, they're not, they're not really helping. Well, the, the well hold on, but hold on Jason. Can I question what you're saying? Because you're saying when the white supremacists do it, are the, what, what are they protesting? White. Anybody who's white, anybody white at all, okay. who stands up and says, well, hey, I'm proud to be white. I'm upset. I want to defend this or stand for that. Well, you're just a white nationalist, or you must be a white supremacist. You must be a racist. But nobody says to a black American, who, by the way, there were, there were a lot of comments on social media mm-hmm. regarding the, the that incident. Mm-hmm. One of which said, you know, I won't say it exactly because we're on the air, but Appreciate one of it. which was good, his little white prolific. Gotcha. Okay, I get uh, what you're going with that. But see, that's stupidity. That there, oh, you is. know, Jason, if you've been listening to me, I don't stand for that. You know what I mean? The, whoever said that was well, stupid. I, and I don't, I don't say you do. I, yeah, I say yeah. You. because when we're talking about if if a white person is standing for what they believe in, and you, I've said this on this show, even if you if your grandfather fought for the Confederates, I can't rock with you on that, but I have said on this show, out of my mouth, I understand you got to stand with your grandfather. We're just on different sides of the fence. Okay? So, like I but said, Joe, I try to— you. Go ahead. But, but that's you. I'm yes. talking about the public at large. Right. And the public at large is very much tolerant of, hey, if black America wants to have themselves what I'll just call a hissy fit, Go right ahead. That's free speech. You're exercising your rights. Mm-hmm. But if white America wants to do it, there's a double standard. It and is. I really don't think that if you really think about it, you're not being fair to say, well, white America, you just need to be outraged. The second part of that, okay. Joe, I'm going to tell you, I go house to house every day. Okay. I'm in the service industry, and I, I see about five people average a day, right. and it comes up. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, white America is outraged. And I'm also telling you, and I'm not, these people bring it up to me, Joe. I got you. I'm here to tell you, I'm hearing people beginning to say, I want the, the race war to happen, and mm-hmm. I want it now. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it because I'm a racist and I want to go out and kill people. I want it because I don't want my kids to have to do it. And I've heard some variation of that right. at least once a week from a customer who, I'm telling you, I've been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. My customers and I used to, politics would never come up. Nobody would ever even dream of talking about it. But right now... A, a good number of the houses I go to, you're hearing things that are said that, that 
just a year ago would have been considered absolutely radical. But I agree today, I'm hearing it enough and enough. So I'm here to say mm-hmm. the outrage is there, but I think that the side who is uh, demanding that uh, – well, I'll just say it. The BLM movement, they want a race war, they think. But when they, they get don't it, want I think they're going to realize they didn't want it. Um, Jason? You must be on a different Facebook than me. No, no, I mean, I, I, I see it, Jason. But these are people, you know what I mean, that there is a Black Lives Matter movement, and then there's Black Lives Matter organizations, okay? For me, I'm a black man, okay? You're a white man. This is what I always say to everybody when we're talking about these kind of race relations, which is a tough conversation, is this right here. I love everybody, okay? And no one in this country wants a race war. Trust me, there will be bloodshed. Nobody wins. I don't care how many guns you got. I don't care how many bazookas, AKA, it doesn't matter. We don't win when we fight each other. It's like black on black fighting black communities, Americans on Americans. Who we, what are we winning? We're not going to win anything. It's just going to be one long war. So nobody wants that. What we need to be able to do right now, honestly, is say a prayer for one another, take a deep breath, right, and realize what we're doing. Because none of this, I've said this at the end of the day, none of this really matters when God calls us home. He's not going to ask you what party you belong to or what color your skin was. He's going to ask you, how did I treat Jason or Chris or the American people when I was here on this earth? Uh, Jason, I appreciate I hear the music, Joe. Uh, Love I you, man. Your breath of fresh air. Have a good one. Appreciate you, bro. Chris, you know what time it is. Quick show today, man. I love you, man. Love you, too. All right, bro. All right, y'all make sure y'all go down and check out Chris ReedLawAlabama.com. Chris, I appreciate you guys hanging out. Wish I had more show for you guys today. Hang tight, y'all. We got a lot more to talk about on Monday to talk about these different things with Unc. We got Sylvia Rogers coming up tomorrow with Social Simplicity at 4 o'clock. Y'all make sure y'all catch, catch Kylie Willow with Birmingham Connected um, at 5. So you guys stay locked in. I love you guys. There's no race war, y'all. The only, uh, the only war we need is the one that we go out there and we bless and we pray for one another, okay? Remember this now. I love you. Have a good evening. Five, four, three, two, one, let's go. Joe Lockett Show. No stopping me 100%. Joe Lockett Show. No stopping me 100%. Joe Lockett Show. We are one nation under God. A powerful message now with more power. From the Crawford Broadcasting Studios, the best Bible teachers in America with 100,000 watts at 101.1 FM. This is WXJ.